tuned in to Dear Mommy Devotional Podcast. I'm your host, Rhea. Let's get honest about motherhood. Let's go, girl. Hey, girl, I'm back. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are in a season two. And I'm excited about this first episode and the episodes to come. Get ready to have a great season with me so we can grow together. So let's hop right in. Um, I learned this interesting fact about zebras. Yes, you know I'm a do my little story time. But I learned this interesting fact about zebras. When a mother gives birth to her baby... Um, She takes the baby away from the herd so she can do what is called imprinting. And that's basically allowing time with her and just the baby so that that baby can recognize and um, know her stripes. Because one thing we all know about zebras, ironically, I am wearing stripes today, um, is they all have stripes. But no zebra has the same stripes. And to us, you know, we could be like, you're lying. Because if you see a group of zebras, they all just look like they got stripes. But they, all of their stripes are different. And it's in their way, their identity, their DNA, you know, it's just like our fingerprint. Nobody has the same exact fingerprint. Um, and so this, this time that this mother... And this baby have is very important because when this baby gets back into the herd and other mother zebras stand before you know that baby will know who and who who is and who is not their mother they can look at the multiple moms and different zebras in the group and know exactly which voice to listen to and this makes me think about god and how um how detailed he is and how just completely his his plan is so intricate and so detailed and it's so important it's it's so filled with love the fact that he desires to spend time with us um is just amazing to me and it makes me this learning about zebra's imprinting make me realize how important my time with God is spending this time with God and I'll be honest at the same time me preaching this message I am definitely asking God for forgiveness because I'm not always perfect when it comes to spending time with God I definitely do slack off sometimes um, and I thank God for the Holy Ghost who loves me enough to remind me listen you have not been spending time with us in a while so uh Let's reel it back. I remember this one time. Um, I I woke up and, you know, part of my morning routine is horrible. But part of my morning routine is waking up and I hop on social media to watch something funny or whatever. But before I do that, you know, I want to deal with my guilt of waking up and having social media on my mind first. So I say, let me say a quick prayer and read a scripture. And I remember this one time reading a scripture and I felt like this jab 
from the Holy Ghost, like a, a straight karate chop to the neck. And it was almost as if God was saying, I hope you know that you reading this is not for me. This is for you. I said, ooh, let me read one more scripture. Maybe that would do. <laughs> but it is so true. We go about we go about our relationship with Christ sometimes as if, well, if I read a scripture, um, if I go to church, it's like I'm giving a gift to God. This is going to make him happy. This is going to make... But no, all this time you going to church, you reading the scripture, um, you listening to the word, that is for your benefit. For you... Listen, God already know who he is. It is for you to know all that he can be for you, all the love that he wants to show you. When you come with the expectation, when you go to church and you come with the expectation of, God, I am here to just be filled with you, to lay my burdens down, to to give you all the glory, not expecting anything back, but to give you the praises. Because as I'm praising you, God... It is such a reminder of how good you've been and how I can trust you for the future. It is all about us. I am so grateful that God desires to have an intimate, not just not just a an acquaintance type of relationship, but an intimate relationship with me. Not because I am this vital piece into the world, but simply because I am his child. I, um, the scripture we're gonna look at, before I hop into that, the scripture we're gonna look at is John 10, 27, verse 30. This is one of my favorite uh, passages. It says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me. He is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the father's hand. The father and I are one. I love how the scripture repeats that, how God repeats that twice, that no one can snatch you away from him. Uh, God using this uh, metaphor of him being a shepherd was so vital or so important um, back in his time because in those days, you know, being a shepherd was a, a common thing and a major thing. It, it spoke a lot of who you were and, and about your wealth and, you know, um, and so it, uh, it is so in, important that he gave something relatable for those people to understand, to show how important his love for you is and how, um, how he will protect you, how he will guide you, and how precious you are to him. When you think of shepherds, um, 
it is definitely those times compared to this time is definitely different. I'm sure that shepherds nowadays have many technologies and and devices that can help them herd and get their sheep all coming together. They might not today, they might not know every sheep. Some do, but in those times, because there was not all this technology and devices and things to help control, it was important that the shepherd did spend time with the sheep so that when they do go other places, if other herds were around, his sheep knew his voice that when he can call when he calls and does a particular call the sheep will come i'm sure you've seen videos of things like this very similar on uh, social media platforms i know i have of um, farmers calling maybe a horse or a, a sheep or any animal out of its herd just by calling its name and the only reason they were able to do that is because they spent enough time for that animal to recognize oh they're calling me out of everybody else i know that particular call i know that particular call that time that the shepherd had was so important my children watched this show called superbook i don't know if you watch it with your children it's really for seven and up my children are younger so certain episodes i don't let them watch but there's this one episode called prodigal son where again um you know jesus is talking about coming home but in the scene in the episode the kids are taken the whole show is about these kids being taken with their robot um they get taken to a certain time in the bible to learn a lesson and so this particular time they're sent um into the time where jesus is giving the story about the prodigal son and the scene is set in a in in like a, a farming area you know there's sheep and everything and the first person they meet is this little boy looking for his sheep and the little boy says, I've lost my sheep. He's constantly running away. I can't remember his name. I think the, the name was Rebel or something like that. Um, but the little boy says he has a dot behind his ear. He knew this because out of all his, out of all his sheep, he knew this particular one had a dot behind his ear, not something very obvious, not something very obvious. The only way he could know where this dot was was a constant grooming and spending time with this particular sheep, the 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 quiet time and and learning, seeing this sheep this uh sheep from birth. He knew where that dot was because he spent time. I hope that you're getting my point. Spending time with God allows you to know who the master is. So when he calls your voice, when he notices that you're wandering off and he calls your voice, you're never too far that you can't recognize the voice of God. It is so important that we do spend the time because if we do wander off, notice this, it says that no one can snatch you away from no one can snatch you away from the father's arms but scripture has shown us that jesus went to find the one out of the 99 which means that we 
have the ability not to be snatched, but the ability to walk away at times. And so there might be times where you walk away and wonder, but when you have that relationship with God, he is able to call you back and bring you back to a, a, a place of safety. When you spend that time with God, just like his scripture says, his rod and his staff will comfort you while you're walking through the valleys, it's because you will have to go through dark times with God. But when you know who your father is, when you know who your shepherd is, you know that you will make it out into green pastures. I love and I'm just realizing this more and more as I speak, how God really, really pushed the shepherd um, uh, metaphor or, you know, speaking in this way because it is because it is so peaceful and so beautiful to think that someone loves me enough to be with me every step of the way. It is very clear that there is other gods, other kings. But when you know who your father is, when you spend that time, when you allow him to do the imprinting on your uh, on your life, when other gods stand before you, when other kings stand before you, you know who your father is. When other voices in the busyness of life comes into your head, you know because of that time. You can tell when God is telling you to stop. You can tell when it is God speaking and telling you to go. You can tell when it is God speaking you and telling you to stay still. It is so important as moms that we spend that time with God so that we can have that discernment. That discernment is not something that we just, you know, happen to have, but it is that walk with Christ. It is that uh, that intimate time with God. So he can let you know them friends need to back up off away your children. Nah, you would need to be friends with them. He can start to, he'll be able to start to reveal things about your children that you need to start praying for. Reveal things about you, how to work that schedule, what to let off your plate. Let me tell you something, mama, that time with God is so vital. And the walking away, the the wandering off might not always mean that you've entered into a life of sin where you no longer uh, live a life for God. Because like I said, you can be so in love with God, but go, but go through the motion of having a relationship with him. And there's no intimacy anymore. Just like we have to keep up with our relationships with our husband, even our friends, our children. It is the same requirement for God. You must keep up. And it looks different for everyone. I can't tell you what your intimate time with God needs to look like. I just can tell you that it needs to be true. Your intimate time with God might just be you listening to the word as you're folding the clothes and getting poured into. Your intimate time with God might mean you're waking up early before everyone else wakes up and you're journaling. Your intimate time might be late at night or right after you put your kids to bed or even sitting with your kids. Your intimate time looks different. So I can't tell you what it needs to look like. I can only tell you that it needs to be true. It needs to be sincere. Don't just read the scripture, but actually study it. 
when you finish listening to this podcast, go back to John 10, 27 and 30. How does this apply to your life, to your life? What does it say to you? How does it speak to you? Read the whole, pa- read the whole chapter, read the whole cha- uh, chapter uh, 10. When you read the scripture, don't just read the scripture. When you hear scripture, don't just take it for face value, but read the whole chapter and understand why God even did it that way or said that. We might not always get the answers, but he reveals a lot of things in the, in the, in the Bible. Um, I love this one thing that my pastor said. He said that even if you just took one scripture and you studied it and memorized it and kept going for this one scripture for months, do it. There's, there's no perfect look for what a relationship with Christ is supposed to look like. When we get to heaven, we're not going to say, God, I know all the, all the chapters, you know, that doesn't impress God. He, what, him, what, what changes or what's the difference or what really matters. Thank you, God. That's what I was trying to say. What really matters is the heart, uh, the actual relationship. It's my last thing, my last little story. I remember, uh, one time I, was in Maine and I was getting so frustrated with God because I kept thinking of this. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I have a, a fear of death, and you know it really is faith to believe that there's heaven um, and that I'm I'm gonna get there. But according to scripture, there's really not like a guarantee, you know, it's not something that you do because scripture says that many will stand before him and say, God, I did this, God, I did that. And he will look at them and say, but I knew you not. And I'm thinking, well, God, I'm doing a lot of things and I need to know, uh, am I going to get into heaven? I'm, I'm really frustrated. And the Holy Spirit said to me, it is not what you do. It's a heart thing. Where is your heart? Do you know? He says, I did not know you because he had no relationship with you. It is so easy to do good. It is so easy to go through the motions and do the right things. Teach your children scripture. Take them to church. It is so easy to do that. But when there's no intimacy, all you are doing is actions. You are a shell, a zombie almost, just walking into church and just reading a book. It's not even the the Bible anymore. It's not even a love letter to you anymore. It's just a book. When When your heart is fixed on Christ, when you read those scriptures, it's different. When your heart knows and has that imprinting of who God is. When you read them scriptures, it's like love being read right to you, spoken right to you. I am encouraging you after this episode to spend some time with God. Put that worship on, whatever your song is for this season or right now, put it on and begin to worship do it in front of your children. 
Let them see what an intimate relationship looks like. I always pray, God, let my children come to know you and have an intimate relationship with you. But the only way they can really do that, not the only way, but one of the uh, ways that is very important for them to learn that is by seeing me. So I take them when I do... um, you know, practices and things or when I go to church, I try my best to focus in on worship so that they can see what genuine worship looks like. Because it's, like I said, it's very easy to just lift your hands and they just learn an action. But when they can see them tears streaming down your face, when they can see that smile that seems unbearable even for you, when they can hear that hallelujah scream that feels like it's about to shake the whole room, that tells them that something is different. How can I get there? Mama, you are doing a great job. And you can always come back to God, ask for forgiveness, and get back on track. Don't ever feel like you're too far that you can't come back to Christ. Look, like I say always, if this is not what you needed today, you know where you can put it. That's right, girl. Right in that pocket for another day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like always, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. If you've enjoyed this video, I want you to like, subscribe, and share. See you next time.